makes the story of King Kong so effective and popular. Yes, it is the giant raging ape, but actually what really makes it captivating is the contrast between the monstrous gorilla and Anne, the timid female protagonist. I'm Martin Perhiniak, graphic designer, instructor and founder of Yes, I'm a Designer. We are teaching creative tools and techniques and provide inspiration to anyone interested in graphic design and illustration. In this episode, we will talk about contrast, which is probably one of the most important tools for designers and illustrators to make their work stand out and look professional. It might sound like a simple term, but believe me, it takes time and effort to master it. When used effectively, it can help with creating balance, tension, emphasize focal points, establish hierarchy, and so much more. So first of all, why is contrast a design principle? Well, because it is a fundamental tool in visual communication. And no matter what you do as a creative, it's something you really have to understand and utilize in your work. I would say almost every time, no matter what you do, whether it's photography, UX design, illustration, graphic design, it is something that you really need to understand and consciously use it in your work. Because pretty much everything that you use in your design, so all the elements that you place in your design, can utilize contrast, whether it's scale, orientation, color, value, or pretty much anything that you can think of, any attribute, can have a contrasting effect when used deliberately. When it comes to illustrations in particular, contrast is usually used as a storytelling device. It's something that you can use to create tension and interest. Now, another key word that we have to talk about when it comes to contrast is juxtaposition. It means placing two different elements next to each other or two things that are in contrast to each other. And it is used in advertisement and in all kinds of visual communication to catch the viewer's attention. So juxtaposition relies on contrast. And it's a good example of having two different things which are similar in shape, but obviously very different in real life, combined together and creating that shock value that is, again, used to grab people's attention. And yes, texture plays a very important part in establishing the contrast as well. Just think of a book cover where you have a nice embossed detail or something that has a foil. So immediately you have a textural difference between the embossed or foil details compared to the rest of the cover. Now, of course, there is also contrasting value and color. And as a pro tip, you should always preserve the brightest and darkest details to the focal point of your composition. Now, contrast is also a great tool to establish distance or depth in your composition. And that is one thing that we call atmospheric perspective, which means that anything further away from us tends to lose its saturation or vibrance. And there is obviously air between you and the distance and that starts to diminish the color and further away something is the more muted the colors will look and the more it's going to also mix with whatever color the sky is. 
This is used very commonly in paintings, in illustration. But again, as I said, the contrast is the main thing that is establishing that distance. Now, even an illustration, which is perfectly symmetrical, can have a very interesting dynamic composition by having that contrast in the colors on the left and the right. This technique of contrasting or complementary colors used to light a scene is very common in photography as well. But when it comes to using a limited color palette, it is also important to use contrast as a tool to separate details. However, the lack of contrast can be just as effective as contrast. Remember I said creating visual tension. So either by utilizing contrast or doing the opposite will also create that exact same tension. Learning how to utilize a design principle is the first step in understanding it, but then the next step or later on when you get more confident in using it, it's about learning how to push the limit until it still works, but it is just about working. These subtle and less obvious details or solutions are the ones that really making your work look professional. This is what we would normally say that you have to develop an eye for to be able to create something like that. And the best exercise to do is to always really pay close attention and analyze anything that you see that you like and try to really identify what makes that work interesting what makes it stand out and how all of these principles are utilized or not utilized to create a specific effect so you might have heard this term low key or high key in photography and that's essentially is playing with brighter or darker tones and again although this is photography it's the same exact principle that you can utilize in your graphic design compositions the most important lesson to learn here is that it's not always the highest contrast that's going to give you the best result. It really depends on what type of mood or atmosphere you are planning to set in your composition. So for instance, an image with high contrast can be just as effective as an image with low contrast. So think of contrast as a slider that you can adjust in your composition. You can pump it up and create something very dramatic when you use a lot of contrast, or you can, using it sparingly, maybe only utilize it in certain parts of your composition. If you like movies, another good study to understand how to use contrast would be Sin City, where obviously it's been really amazingly used throughout the whole film, and actually both movies are perfect examples of it. Almost all the scenes are completely black and white and the highest contrast details are always used for storytelling purpose. So they are highlighting those unique details that are important for a specific character. But then there's also lots of scenes where you would have colors popping out from the black and white environment. Again, used to emphasize certain details and create focal points. I'm not saying that you should avoid using too much contrast in your compositions. It's again about finding the right balance for what you are trying to say. Because remember, you are communicating visually and it's finding that tone of voice that works best for the story that you are telling. Now, this is quite common for movie posters as well to use extreme contrast and black, white and red combination is very popular in all kinds of designs because red is a great highlight or pop color and black and white, as we already discussed, is the extreme contrast. So the most impactful pair that you can put together. Now, even in branding, you will have contrast that 
usually on a good design, under the surface, there's always additional secondary tertiary contrast established. So there's always one that's obvious, but there's additional ones that you can find if you start peeling off layers and really start understanding how something has been created and what was the intention. So always keep that in mind that whenever you create something besides the obvious contrast, you can always have some hidden, less recognizable and more subtle uses of contrast as well. And by the way, you can't just purely rely on contrast to create a great composition. You always have to pair it and combine it with other principles like balance together with rhythm and pattern. Now, there is also a psychological effect of contrast. And there is a reason why most web shops would have similar products laid out next to each other so it allows you to compare them and to find which one is better, faster, larger, so on and so forth. In UX and web design, contrast is crucial because mainly they are used on the elements that you can interact with, whether they are dials or buttons or any other navigational elements. But even within the contents, you would have contrast established on the text to make sure that it is easy to find it. And at the same time, to create hierarchy and similarity, we have the same color and font and even placement used throughout all of these icons. And last but not least, another artist I wanted to highlight from whom you can learn a lot about using contrast in your composition, it's Maglia Lopez. He produced an incredible amount of posters, most of which you will be probably familiar if you are using Pinterest or Behance because his work is all around the internet. And one of the main appeal of his work, besides being very creative, is the clever use of multi-layered contrast. So to summarize, the most important thing when it comes to contrast is that you have to use it in every composition, but you need to learn to tone it up and down depending on what you would like to achieve. Increase the contrast if you want to create a dramatic, impactful design and tone it down if you want to be a little bit more subtle. But also don't forget to establish multiple layers of contrast. So besides the obvious contrast, always have a few more nuanced ways of introducing it in your comps. And there is no point in listing what can be contrasting in a design because anything can be contrasting. It is only up to your creativity and creative decisions of how you are utilizing it for your work. I hope you found this episode of the Yes, I'm a Designer podcast useful and will motivate you to keep on learning whatever you decide to master. Subscribe to our newsletter if you want to be notified about our latest projects and receive weekly doses of inspiration and insight into the creative industry. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube and watch our weekly videos released every Monday. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and Pinterest. Don't forget to send us an email to info at yesimadesigner.com if you have anything to share or say about this episode or if you want to propose future topics for us to cover in this podcast. If you want to start learning from us, we recommend to join our pro membership, which will give you access to all of our courses and a lot of premium features like getting personalized reviews of your submitted designs. You can find links in the description to all of our platforms and everything else related to the things we talked about in this show. Thanks a lot for listening and have fun learning.